Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lock it in with Cam Rogers is presented by betonline.ag, your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And welcome into Believe Me, right here on Stadium. Happy Friday night. Happy July 4th. I am Cam Rogers. I've got Brandon Lang. I've got Clay Harbor. We've got a lot to talk about right here on the show. We've got some NFL Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest odds. Yes, Mm. those exist right here on the program. Excited to break it down with you two gentlemen. How are we? Clay, go. You go first. I'm great. You know, I had a bachelor party in Vegas, Brandon's neck of the woods this last weekend. So, you know, I'm still in recovery mode, but I'm looking forward to talking some ball and I'm looking forward to talking some hot dogs. That's going to be fun. Lang? You know, when you think of the hot dog eating contest and what we'll get into in a moment, um, I don't know about you guys. If you could pick a food that you would enter an all-you-could-eat contest yeah what would that food be and the only one i could think of for myself would be ice cream <laughs> I found ice cream i mean you know you get the little hagen das vanilla swiss almond pint and i always say i'm not gonna eat the whole thing i'm just gonna, like eat three bites. ice cream's too cold on my teeth man i'm gonna get How brain do you quantify it by pint? Well, you could just literally take hagen das would sponsor it and they just bring in their pints of ice cream and I'm, you know, again, the, the, what they sell in 7-Eleven, they sell the, they're not a quart, they're a pint, I think, just a little pint of Haagen-Dazs Vanilla Swiss Almond. I would venture to say that I could probably eat 10 of those. Just, not, <laughs> I, could, I could eat ice cream, man. I've always been able to eat ice cream. I remember, funny story before we get into it, I was at a friend's house when I was like the eighth grade, and they're having bowls of ice cream on a Sunday night, and they're like, you know, you go in and help yourself. So I went in and they had these like little cereal bowls. Well, I go in the cupboard and I found like almost a salad bowl. <laughs> when I went out and sat down, they're all in their all little proper bowls eating their ice cream. And I just plopped down with, like the cereal bowl with like seven scoops. on. this is great. <laughs> ice cream's my food. So Clay, what's yours? 
You know what it'll probably do? It's kind of light, but you know, this, you, you're not going to like this B-Lang, but I, I'm like a sushi a sushi eating contest. Wow. I can smash some sushi. Give me a ton of sushi rolls. I can eat sushi, and it's just so light. I can eat so many sushi rolls without getting full that I think I could just sit there for a day and just eat sushi straight. A sushi roll eating contest. And Clay, what would yours be? Cam. Well... I immediately thought of steak tips, honestly. Those are easy to pop into your mouth. You got to chew them quickly and well, though. So that's sort of the dichotomy there. You got to be quick, but you have to chew it so you don't choke. So there is an extra element of difficulty there. Most important question, though, for you two here on the show, is a hot dog a sandwich? Brandon, quickly. No, it's not. Clay. It's a sandwich. There's bread and there's meat. And yes, it's a sandwich. <laughs> we got to move on. Otherwise, we'll spend the entire show. Oh, yeah. We'd argue that for the rest of the show. So <laughs> yeah. Move on. Let's talk about Nathan's hot dog eating contest. July 4th traditional event, 12 o'clock Eastern time on ESPN. We've got 15 time champion Joey Chestnut as the favorite. This is just a silly price at minus 4,000, meaning you would have to pay $4,000 just to profit a hundred. He's been the champion every single year except 2015. We have other odds of other champions potentially here. 12 to 1, 20 to 1, 25 to 1. You can do the field at 30 to 1. We'll start with you, Brandon, on this one. I mean, you look at a price like that. Is it even worth it? Do you just go elsewhere and have some fun and root for somebody else? Well, can you name who beat him in 2015? I actually can't off the top of my head. Kobayashi. Kobayashi beat him in 2015. Um, since then, he's been unbeatable. And if you watch it and you don't get sick to your stomach, then you're a better man than me because they dip the bread in the water and they shove the, you know, it's not. And again, this goes to the argument of is a hot dog a sandwich with the way they eat the Nathan's hot dog. They don't put the hot dog in the bun and then eat it like normal people. Right. They dip bun in the water and shove that down then they just shove the hot dog down it's water bun hot dog water but it's the most gross thing to watch in the history of mankind and to do 58 of those on my best damn lucky if i can eat three hot dogs just the mere thought of joey chestnut eating 59 60 61 i think one year he went over 70 it's mind-blowing to me but nobody's beat him in the last seven years i don't think anybody's beaten him this july 4th Clay, it is a tough watch. I mean, can you watch it as a healthy guy and you see guys just throw down hot dogs like it's nobody's business? What do you think about this? I mean, there's nothing more American man than the hot dog eating contest on July 4th. I love to watch me some some hot dog eating contest. People ask me who the best athlete is. There's Michael Jordan. Okay, six rings. There's Tom Brady, seven rings. But then we got Joey Chestnut with 15 championships. That's all I need to say. Joey Chestnut's going to win. Joey Chestnut, let's go America. All right, folks, put your kids' <laughs> you college your, money you, into this one. <laughs> you picture Clay in a pair of cowboy boots and a cowboy hat doing that same rant. I actually could, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, I could do doing, doing a two-step of the country western bar in Vegas where he just slayed many dragons, as we found. So uh, congrats on Congrats on Cowboy Clay getting her done. You, you got to get her done now. Get her get done. Get her done. Let's go, Joey Chestnut America. 
Safe to say Joey Chestnut is going to get it done. Minus 4,000 for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on July 4th. Gentlemen, some more serious topics, if you will, here as we talk about the NFL. Clay, we'll start with you here with some futures. Most passing yards for the 2023 regular season. You've got Mahomes as the favorite, plus 450. Justin Herbert, plus 650. Joe Burrow, plus 750. Kirk Cousins, 11 to 1. Of course, Mahomes was last year's passing leader. Where's the value here, Clay? The value is plus 1600 with my guy Trevor Lawrence. Okay. They are going to be slinging the ball around Jacksonville. You are going to get a ton of return on this. People don't realize who Calvin Ridley is. Calvin Ridley in 2020, his last full season, had 1400 receiving yards. This guy is a bona fide number one receiving receiver. You, you, Pair him with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones last year. Evan Ingram coming back. Offensive line is getting a little better another year together. I think you've got some value there. And a plus 1,200. If Tua doesn't get hurt, he might he might have the most passing yards last year. This guy has Tyreek. I mean, come on. Tyreek Hill is is so fast. And then you, you, you mix him with Waddle. I mean, if, if Tua can stay healthy... He legitimately could be the favorite for the most passing yards. I would put some down on on Tua. I would put some down on Trevor Lawrence. This new offense, Doug Peterson, loves throwing the ball. Former coach of mine and Travis Etienne can catch the ball out of the backfield. After week seven last year, he was the third highest passer rated in the NFL. That's going to continue into this season. I like those two guys. All right, Brandon. So Clay's going down the board here. Are you going in that direction or do you like a favorite? Bro, if it's bro, <laughs> don't fix it. Didn't you just say to me Patrick Mahomes is plus four fifty? Correct. I'm getting Patrick Mahomes at plus four fifty. You think that's a deal? Give me that. I'm betting a hundred dollars. On this kid, better yet, I'm gonna put a thousand on this kid to get back 1450. This isn't four thousand on Joey Chestnut to win a hundred. This is a hundred dollars to win 450. I'm the best quarterback in the NFL that did it last year, and some said he had a down year. It's plus 450. You give me Mahomes at plus 450, plus 250, plus anything. Who's his receivers? Kadarius, Tony Sky to? Moore, Marquez, yeah. Valdez, Scantling, Rashi Rice. Obviously, okay. he's got Kelsey, but besides that, okay. I mean, come on. Time out. Time out. <laughs> Time out. Look at me. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> he loses Tyreek Hill. Everybody said they were going to suffer. And what did he do? Kadarius Tony had 16 catches last year. Sky Moore had 20. These are going to be his two starting receivers. Doesn't matter. If you have not learned and understand that this team, the Chiefs, it's about the system. Marquez Dalton standing had he's a leading receiver, 40 receptions. Clay Harbor could come out of retirement, and I would bet over 30 catches because come on, Andy, sign me. I'm ready to go, baby. Come on, Andy, sign me. I'm ready to go. Doesn't matter. 
It's the system. Their system is unstoppable right now. And until somebody beats them or somebody shows me they can slow them down, I'm not about to go against that. Yeah. I mean, I like the number two plus 450 with Mahomes. I would go in that direction. But also, Clay, I would throw a few shekels down on Trevor Lawrence at 16 to one. That is pretty tempting for me. I think they'll be airing it out a lot in Jacksonville. Brandon. This is how much of a lock it is. If I'm walking into a strip bar in Vegas at 1 a.m. <laughs> and two dancers are walking out, they grab me by the arm and they say, hey, would you like to go gamble with us and play a little craps at, at the win? I'm absolutely let's go. And if you don't think that leads to a hotel room, you're crazy. Oh, <laughs> All right, plus the 450, Patrick Mahomes, most passing yards. Brandon, another lock here on the show. He gave us one last week. You love to hear it. Brandon, we'll go to you on this one. Most rushing yards for the regular season. Jonathan Taylor, plus 750, the favorite. He was the 2021 rushing leader. You've got Nick Chubb, 8-1. to Derrick Henry, 10-1. to He was the leader in 2020-2019. Bijan Robinson, the rookie, 14-1. to Josh Jacobs, 14-1. to He was the last year's rushing leader. Uh, Saquon Barkley, pretty tempting at 14 to one. Where are you going here? First and foremost, I think it's a bounce back year for Derrick Henry. I think there's a little value there, but give me the rookie from Texas, baby. Ooh. I have a feeling this kid's going He is going to run. It's unbelievable value. I think he's going to be the first rookie to lead the league in rushing since. God, that's a great trivia question. Who is the oldest rookie in NFL history to lead the league in rushing his first year? Was it Emmett, maybe? Was it Emmett? I don't know. So we'll have to come up with that and figure out who that was. But I'm going to take Robinson and Derrick Henry. I think we got great value in both those guys, especially Derrick Henry. I think it's a bounce-back year for the Titans as well. Clay, what do you think? I mean, I, I think you get a lot of value with Josh Jacobs. I mean, this guy who led the league in in – rushing yards last year and he missed a game i mean this guy averages five yards a carry he had 12 touchdowns he's just an absolute beast also like saquon barkley i mean are, are people forgetting about saquon saquon's a beast five yards a carry he's he's you know maybe he gets his money maybe he doesn't yeah is he gonna play right he's gonna play he's not gonna turn down all that money that he's getting for that for that franchise tag and brian dable is a, a, a mad scientist, my old coach. The guy know, knows what he's doing. He has better receivers this year. You got Isaiah Hyde, Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, they signed from free agency. Waddell Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, the guy they drafted, Darren Waller now. Now you got a tight end. So I think that's going to open things up. They're still going to rush the ball. Daniel Jones, you forget, he's a threat to run the ball too. It's going to help out Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon is a low-key guy that can have a big year this year and lead the league in rushing. So Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley are my two guys that I think will be one and two this year in rushing yards. There are very few bell cow backs in the NFL anymore. Saquon Barkley is one of those players, and he could be very happy if he gets paid. And look out, 14 to 1. I like that number a lot. I'm with Doesn't you on that get one. get enough touches, man. Yeah, he will. Are you kidding? They throw the ball to him too much for them just to get him enough rushes to lead the league in rushing. But let's have Clay. Hey, he was ripping me for my picks with the receivers. So, you know, I'll let him <laughs> go ahead and, and lose that value with Saquon Barkley who's injury prone to begin with. They throw Fair. the ball to him too much. They don't run him enough for him to get enough rush yards. Saquon played in 16 games last year. He missed one game. Okay. They don't run him enough. Brian if he Dable, gets paid, they Brian will. Brian Dable, first year, they ran him enough. He was fourth in the NFL in rushing yards. He's what going to increase that workload. Brian Dable one? knows. What's number one? 
<laughs> We're having some fun here on the show. I love it. Sparks are flying fireworks before July 4th. Let's keep it going, gentlemen. Most receiving yards for the regular season. Clay, we'll go to you for this one. Justin Jefferson is the favorite, plus 650. Last year's receiving leader, Jamar Chase, 8-1. to one. Tyree Kill, 10-1. to one. Cooper Cup coming back, 12-1. A.J. Brown, 16-1. Devontae Adams, 18-1, along with Stephon Diggs, who was the receiving leader back in 2020. What do we think, Clay? I'm doing this for Brandon. I'm going with the great white hope right here. Cooper Cup, man. I think this guy is going to have a comeback year, just like Matt Stafford. People are counting these guys out. You know, he's a, he's a lonely white boy up on the board there with all those brothers that can move. But Cooper Cup's routes are incredible. People are forgetting about how elite this guy is in the slot. He can even play outside. Cooper Cup is just a slot machine. Matthew Stafford, I played with him. He loves throwing the ball to those slot receivers. He's going to have a huge year because guess what? He has to. There's nobody else on the team for Stafford no to throw the ball game. to. No run game. Cooper Cup is going to get so many targets every game. I think he comes back like he did in 2021 and leads the league in receiving. That's it. Brandon, tempting argument. I do like <laughs> I do like the the great white hype. I think <laughs> coming back from the knee injury is always a little suspect that he get a full season out of it. But Stafford definitely loves this kid. But again, the the, the same thing I brought up about Mahomes. You get Mahomes a plus 450. You're getting last year's leader. At basically six and a half to one. I, I can't pass up Justin Jefferson. I just can't. They're getting rid of Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins in the passing game. I just think you got to ride the one that brought you to the dance. Mahomes brought you to the dance last year, got you the victory. I think Justin Jefferson, until somebody shows me they can get more than him, the Cousin Jefferson matchup worked well last year. I'll ride it again this year. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great point with Dalvin Cook, yeah. honestly. Clay. Yeah. I don't I don't mind the play, but I think you're getting more value for Cooper Cup, who has proved that he can do it again. I know he's coming back from the injury, but Stafford is going to be looking for him. Stafford can still play. I've played with him. He's one of the hardest working guys in the business. If you tell him he can't do something, he's going to work his ass off to show people he can. Cooper Cup is the same way. In the circles in the NFL, everybody knows how hard this guy works, how impossible he is to guard, how great his hands are, and how how perfect his routes are. So I think he's coming back and he's going to show the league that he is the, he is still the slot machine. Bro. How much extra value are you looking for? <laughs> there's 36 D or there's 36 double D. They're pretty much the same thing. So just stick with the value of the 36 D and don't go risking the 36 double D and you've had both shit. You probably had 38 and 40 double D. So you're <laughs> NFL ex athlete. So value I'll take six and a half to one, difference between 10 and a half to one, 36 Ds and 36 double Ds. Next. Guess what? No Adam Thielen in Minnesota as well. I'm with Brandon, plus 650 for Justin Jefferson. Sorry, Clay. Let's go to NFL team win totals. We are resuming our theme here and actually talking about Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford. Let's talk the Rams. The number Six and a half. This one's for you, Brandon. The under is juiced up, minus 130. The over, plus 100. Is this a rebuilding year for the Los Angeles Rams, Brandon Lang? No way. No way. Last year was their rebuilding year. Okay. With the injuries and everything that, that went on. And McVay was going to leave, and he was tired, and it was over. But 
maybe he watched film and knows what's coming back and says, you know what? I can win with this team. How crazy that they're what two years removed from a Super Bowl victory and now they're crazy. winning the six and a half. Is it three years? And yeah. they're they're literally win total is now six and a half. You're telling me the Rams and Sean McVay with Matthew Stafford and the offensive weapons that they have, they can't go seven and ten. McVay can still coach. I'm just asking Defense. for seven wins. That's all. Seven. If Sean McVay, who won a Super Bowl and was the, the brainchild of the NFL, the young savant, if he doesn't win more than six games, he will be laughed out of the NFL. Look at Mike Tomlin. Never had a losing record as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he sat there this year. That's, I believe he was five and eight, five and eight. It was bad. Looking at a losing season for the first time ever. And they win their last four games to get the nine and eight. And the man has never had a losing season as head coach of the, of, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't see Sean McVay going five and 12. I don't see him going six and 11. I see a seven and 10. I'm all over the six and a half. Yeah. Minus 130, Clay. Sounds like you'll agree. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think it's they're gonna get seven wins, maybe eight. I don't think they go under that. And I know you look at the roster and the rosters dwindling, but you still have Matthew Stafford. You got Cooper Cup. I you know I love the late round Jack draft pick of Puka Naku. I loved him over at the Senior Bowl. Tyler Higby is actually, in my opinion, an underrated tight end that he Great. can get he can get the ball to. I love you know I think Higby's a guy that can catch the rock and he's a decent blocker. And then I love their draft pick Kobe Turner. I think he's gonna help out. Uh, Byron Young there, and obviously you got Aaron Donald, who's one, in my opinion, he's one of the best of all time in, in the defensive line. This guy can wreck a game in his own right. He's going to win a couple games for him by just wrecking the team's run game and getting a couple sacks and just getting the quarterback's faces. So with those, I mean, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, I think you're going you're gonna to squeeze out seven, eight wins this season. Yep, good points, gentlemen. With those three players alone, I think you get to seven wins. So I'm with you on the over there. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins. The over-under is set at nine and a half. The over, minus 125. The under, minus 105. The question is, of course, can Tua stay healthy at the quarterback position? Big acquisition with Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. Now you got a really ha- you got a really elite du- duo there with Xavier Howard in the back end. Still some pass protection concerns on the offensive line. Clay, nine and a half, where are you going? I mean, this is tough because for me, it all comes down to Tua's health. If Tua can stay healthy, they're going to win over nine and a half games. They're going to win 10, 11, even 12. If he doesn't, their backup is Mike White. The guy had three touchdowns, four picks last year. Mike White's your back. Why don't they sign a better backup knowing that Tua is a guy that's not healthy? Obviously, you know, you got a guy like what Skylar Thompson backing him up. So if Tua stays healthy over, if he doesn't under for me, that's all it is. Tyree kill Jalen Waddle. I mean, I, I like Toronto Armstead. I like their offensive line. I think they, they got some players on defense, Bradley Chubb. Okay. But it's just, for me, it's, it's a tough one because I don't know if Tua is going to stay healthy. I don't know how that head is. I don't know if he gets hit. He can get another concussion. He can be out for the season. So this is one I don't want to touch, but if you, if you're confident Tua can stay healthy, Take the over. Brandon, is, is this a pass for you as well? No, I, I, their defense is legit. Their front, their front four is legit. Their defense played great down the stretch. Their defense is going to keep them football games as they did last year. Tua, 
his health is a concern, but I can see this team getting to 10 wins. I can see minimum 10 and seven in that division with Tua. Uh, yeah. With, with Tua. Not um, with Mike White. <laughs> you know, again, it's, it, it's, if Tua cannot get concussed and play a full season, which we haven't seen yet, ifs and buts, if they were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. I agree with Clay. Definitely 10 wins or more if Tua stays healthy the whole year. Unfortunately for us, we can't go up to the ticket window in Vegas and say, hey, I want to overnight <laughs> right. for Miami if Tua. Can I get a side bet that Tua stays healthy for me to win my bet? No? You guys don't do that? Really? Don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a movement for that. I guess I can't bet that. So, kind of that's where we're at. All right. You know, I'll go with the over, but I don't feel great about it. Could be a pass for me as well with the Miami Dolphins. Guys, less than a minute. Real quick. No analysis. Brandon, Vikings, over or under eight and a half? Go. Wow. Um, they'll figure out a way to get over. They will. Every year, they're right there. Every year, they, they seem to win. And they win games they have no right winning. I mean, Jefferson has a lot to do with that. I, I think Cousins has a lot to do with that. They implode in the playoffs. But in the regular yeah. season, this team knows how to win. I think eight and a half. Yeah. I can 20 see seconds, Clay. I think they go nine. They had 13 last year. They won a ton of close games. But for some reason, they always win those games. Obviously, Jeff, Jeff, Jordan Jefferson, Jordan Addison, K.J. Osborne, great receiving core. T.J. Hawkinson, one of the top five tight ends in the NFL. I know they lost their, their bell cow running back, but I still think they're a good team. They'll win nine games in a week, NFC North. There you go, right here, Believe Me on Stadium. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Happy July 4th. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.